Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. And we're recapping some of the big entertainment stories from the week of September 19th. And so to kick things off, this one, I this one kind of came out of nowhere. And sometimes when you see people that you really don't know of or just kind of randomly just coming out and posting a video about, you know, an alleged affair or, or something inappropriate happening with a big celebrity, kind of like, uh, yeah, right. And then when that celebrity that's been called out actually admits to it, you're like, whoa, that that kind of takes you by surprise. And of course, we're talking about what happened with Adam Levine last week and some inappropriate behavior with Instagram model Sumner Stroh. I had just gotten off of a plane. <laughs> I was I've never been so mad. I've never been like one of those people that is unreachable. Like at any given time, I'm pretty, pretty reachable. But for two hours, I was on a flight. And in the midst of those, those two hours, this story broke. So I was furious when I landed and my mom called me. She's like, did you see what happened with Adam Levine? And I was like, no, what happened? So immediately she sent it to me on Twitter and I got, of course, because I'm messy. I'm, I'm nosy. I had to get into all the drama and all of the dirt. I was just, oh yeah, I was mucking through the mud trying to figure out what this story was. So Sumner Stroh. This uh, wannabe Instagram model has has released this statement in a series of TikTok videos saying that she and Adam Levine have had a almost year long affair together in the midst of him still being married to his wife, Bahati. Mm -hmm. And after Sumner has said that she had, you know, a, a moment of clarity and called it off because he is married and had been married the whole time. But whatever she said, she called it off. They hadn't talked in a few months, and then he sent her another DM saying that Bahati was pregnant and he wanted to name their unborn child Sumner. Ugh, that's crazy. It, yeah, really gross. If if it's true. So the thing was, I read all of it and was like, okay, first of all, there's no way. There's no way that this man is this stupid, right? Like, there's there's no way. And then he releases the statement. And it was like, dude, don't say anything. Shut up. Shut up, <laughs> you fool. Like, oh, I was so mad. I don't even like Adam Levine. I was so mad that he actually fessed up to it because it was like, if you wouldn't have said a word or if you would have said these baseless claims against me and my family are absolutely disgusting, they're opportunistic, my wife is pregnant, that is super gross. If he would have just said that or nothing at all, it probably would have just blown over because all she has are like screenshots of DMS. And we all know that that stuff can be faked. We all know that that stuff can be Photoshopped. There's really, there, there was really a million ways he could have gotten out of this without hurting his reputation and his family. And instead he was like, yeah, I did it. Um, but it wasn't like what you think. It was just like a couple inappropriate text messages saying that this girl is like just super hot. Which, okay, <laughs> that's super weird anyway. Because I read through all the screenshot messages. Why does he text? Why, if, if this really actually is the truth, and this is a real conversation that the two of why, why does Adam Levine text like he's a 15-year-old a kid? Yeah. He's like, you're just like so hot. You're so hot. I just want to like look at you all the time. <laughs> what? 
You're Adam right. Levine, my guy. Like you're a literal rock star, pop star. You're married to a Victoria's Secret model, which also was another red flag because that is what Sumner said at the beginning of her of her, I guess, confession video. It wasn't. It would have made more sense. I have been having an affair with a married man. I am so ashamed of myself. Oh God, I hope no one like steals this like audio clip. <laughs> I'm so ashamed <laughs> of myself because it was with Adam Levine. And now that I know that his wife is pregnant and that he is not leaving his wife or their wife, their relationship is very much stable and still intact, which is the opposite of what he told me. I I need to come clean. That is how it should have been phrased. Instead, she's like, I am so hot that a Victoria's Secret model's husband wanted me. That's how it kind of came off. It was like she didn't mention Adam Levine until like way like in the middle of the video. It was like I have been having an affair with a Victoria's Secret model husband. <laughs> and then like started to talk about how she was so remorseful and all this other stuff, but then skips to like the screenshots. <laughs> the screenshot messages in a green screen behind her and is like, I'm sure you're all familiar with Adam Levine. And was like, yeah, you should have led with that. Sis. Yeah. Well, Why would she, you... she didn't even mention him by name. She just referred to right. Victoria's secret model husband. And yes. then in this, you had to read the screenshots behind her in the TikTok video to see that it was actually, or who we thought at the time allegedly was Adam Levine, which turned out to be true. It was just like so bizarre. It's like, what does Bahati have anything to do? Bahati is uh, his wife. What right. does Bahati and her profession have anything to do with the fact that you were a side piece? And then even that, there are no receipts or records of them even meeting up or being face to face in person. This is all just like weird messages that they've been sending, like DMs that they've right. been sending. It's like it has never even. There's no evidence of them like meeting up. So this could be, you know, fabricated or at least at the very least exaggerated if it's not completely true. But it's I, it's just so bizarre. And then on top of that, you have seven other girls who've come forward and been like, Sumner, you're not special. He messages all of us. Look at our DMs. Yeah. Which seven again, other Instagram models who are like, yeah, he's in my DMs too. Bahati is pregnant, people. Le yeah. Like, let, let's not put salt and lemon juice in the wound every single time we turn around that Adam Levine is a cheating piece of poop. I'm not an Adam Levine fan. I really never have been. I've never understood the, the obsession with him. I like bass voices. I'm not super into tenors, but like he's not too high pitched of a voice for me. Just a little. Meh. Yeah, it's not yeah. what I would actively listen to. And I just don't I don't think he's super attractive. Which I know is like blasphemy, but so just like I real I don't get it. I don't get the obsession with Adam Levine, and I do not get why why this would even be entertained. I right. guess. Well, I mean, especially right now, his wife is pregnant. Yeah, and I if mean, you want to throw shade on him. Throw shade on him asking to use his mistress's name or this girl's name. You you know what I mean? Like that didn't have to be a conversation that he ever had with this Instagram girl. Like yeah. Sumner, just use the name. Just use the name. Like I don't understand why you would have to even. And what you should do is unsend or block or whatever all those messages that have ever been sent between the two of you. 
if you really wanted to use the name Sumner, I mean, just 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 use the name. <laughs> don't don't make it to where you like it can be traced. Like what an idiot! God, you're Adam Levine, man. You can't tell me you don't have a PR team. You don't have a lick of common sense. You don't have anybody behind you going, "Hey, man, maybe don't do that." So let, let me ask you this: Are you upset that Adam Levine got caught, or are you more upset that he actually? allegedly did send some DMs to some other chicks that weren't his wife. Let me be clear. Because <laughs> it what sounds like their Maddie got caught. What, what, he, what he has done to himself and his family is disgusting and unbecoming of any individual person. I think sending messages behind your partner's back is cheating, whether you <laughs> act upon them or not. Being shady like that, I think, is really gross and disrespectful to not only your marriage, but to the children that you have already have and that are about to have because it's gross. And I, but, but I also, unfortunately, am not surprised. Unfortunately, I'm just not surprised. I think that everybody in Hollywood cheats. I don't think any like longstanding marriage, you know, save like a couple mm -hmm. are actual true marriages. I think I think there's so much dishonesty and 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 sneakiness in Hollywood. I don't trust any any of them, really, <laughs> to be honest. So and and especially somebody like Adam Levine, it's like there's no way that I could be married to, you know, an athlete or celebrity or 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 rock star because because yeah, you've got I'm I'm sorry, but you've got those individuals like these Instagram girls, particularly Sumner, who will. If he gets a wild hair, I mean, if he's going to cheat, she will, she'll be a part of it. She'll be a willing participant and not have anything negative to say until she's trying to make a buck off of it. So it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised that he cheated. I'm not surprised that he acted shady. I think he's always been a shady dude. I don't, I don't ever, I've never seen the draw with him. I am mad. I am mad at how he has handled it. Because, like, Bahati hasn't said a word. No, and which She's is interesting. a silent queen. Yeah, well, and so I'm sure that once this came out, you know, this Sumner actually putting the TikTok out, and yeah, we, we were all a little skeptical because we've seen it before where some random person's like, yeah, I had this alleged affair with a big star, and I'm not going to name names, Adam Levine. But, exactly. but, okay, and then he actually comes out as like, Yes, I did send some inappropriate texts or DMs to this person. I'm sorry, I crossed the line. Now he did say he didn't. Ne he never had an affair with her. So, like what you said, they never. There was never any physical evidence that the two actually met up or seen together. So, what her what her version of an affair may be? Well, we sent DMs to each other, or his definition of affair is maybe actually physically getting together but yeah. like you said look cheating is cheating okay you sent her dms that obviously should not have been sent to someone who's not your your wife or your partner or your you know significant other so yeah, yeah you did cheat did you physically have an affair probably not but still you did the cheating and now that these other women have come out and allege that, you know, oh yeah, well, Adam has sent us numerous texts too. I'm sure that 
as Bahati is watching this. And look, maybe the reason why Adam came out is because maybe Bahati actually, maybe when she saw this kind of caught him in a, in a lie. It's like, did you do this? Cause it looks like you did. And maybe he had his moment of clarity. He's like, yes, I did. And so it felt like he needed to actually come clean with everyone else about it. And I'm sure we're going to hear from Bahati at some point about this because yeah, all last week is just like story after story. This person comes out and says, yep, it happened. And then this person comes out. Yeah. They sent me DMS too. Now, none of them actually, I don't believe any of them actually have had a physical encounter with Levine, but there were messages that were sent. And now that one has come out, of course, it just snowballs. And yeah, it seems like Adam's got some explaining to do with Bahati as far as what he's been doing behind the scenes while she's carrying his child. Yeah. And I, what I hope in a perfect world, what I would really love to see happen is the next thing we hear from Bahati is that um, she's back in the market. <laughs> I would love nothing more than for her to be like, you know, it. all it takes is just the slightest piece of disrespect to completely destroy not only, you know, your relationship, but your self-esteem. Right. And right. I've been cheated on. And I know that it it can absolutely make you question who you are as a person. And what you bring to any relationship that you're in besides like your romantic relationships. Like it's, it's really, it's really crappy to do that to somebody. But like I said, I don't know Hollywood relationships. I feel like Hollywood relationships, nobody is really faithful. I think that there's always just like this understanding that you're going to do what you're going to do, but you're not going to publicly embarrass your partner. And that is, that's the understanding that I come into it. Like Tristan Thompson like we all knew he was going to cheat on Chloe Kardashian. We all knew that that was going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Cuz cuz he's done it before. <laughs> he did it right. with Chloe. So it's like we've always known this about celebrities. They're going to mess around. They're going to do whatever they got to do because like they're celebrities. They've got like that entitlement, that like ego boost. But I think there is like an unspoken or maybe it is spoken. I don't know. I would put it in writing. <laughs> if you're going to do if you can do whatever you want to do, but if you if something comes up, if some Instagram model posts a TikTok and has your name or your screenshots in it, that's it, my guy. That's it. Because you yep. I'll 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 deal with it, turn a blind eye to it. But you won't embarrass me and you won't like put my family in the tabloids because of your, you know, ego trip or whatever. And that's that's where I'm most disappointed in Adam Levine. It's like you have all of these different routes like you you're literally married i mean it, bahati is gorgeous she's yeah, stunning yeah. she always has been it's like he's he's never wanted for anything he's been married to her they've been together since 2014 and it's like what 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 are you what are you doing man like what what are you doing and then and then to handle it the way he did like oh well it wasn't cheating it was just a text message and i know it was inappropriate and i promise i'll never do it again it's like that was so <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was just about as lame honestly as Sumner's apology because right. she never actually apologized in that first video and people caught on super quick in the comments saying that mm, doesn't seem like you're remorseful, it sounds like you're clout chasing. And then she came back and was like, "I'm I was manipulated. I am I was this, I was new to town, blah blah blah." And it's like she's playing the victim. Oh, yeah, exactly. So then she had to make a third video saying, "Let me be clear, 
the only victim in this is his wife and children. And it's like, okay, that's what you should have started this with. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't play the victim card when you, I mean, look, let's be honest. Someone of that, like that, knowing who Adam Levine is, you can't go and tell me you didn't know. I mean, she's, she's admitted that she knew she knew he was married and apparently allegedly said, well, you know, it, it's, I don't know, not going to work out or whatever. So she's, for whatever reason, thinking, ooh, th- th- this may be it. And then has, oh, no, it's actually going well. Sorry, we need to stop this now. Or she, no, she, she was the one that stopped it. Yeah. For whatever reason, had a moment of clarity. And maybe after a year, thought, nope, I guess he's not going to break up with her. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to be the side piece anymore. Yeah. She, yeah. She had said that, like, she, she was told that he, uh, that they were only together for like appearances, that they weren't actually like romantically involved, but it was like, um, like a like a quid pro quo relationship where she was super hot, he was super hot. They were expected to kind of be together because they're both super hot, and they were just keeping up appearances. But they're not actually in love. And like, uh, for yeah. you to for you to if if he said that to this girl, shame on him. That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah, not it being is. true, but for her to reiterate that and put his business out there saying that he said that to her, like. How I mean, Bahati is pregnant. She is pregnant. She's hearing that he's been telling girls on the internet that they're not really in love, that they're in a business relationship, not a not a romantic relationship. Disgusting. Yeah. Just so sad. And it's just it's- and she had said that the only reason that she had come forward and done this is because she had shared some of these experiences with a friend that she thought she could trust. And that friend tried to sell the story to the tabloid, and that the tabloid called her saying, Hey, we're going to run this story. Would you like to make a statement? So then she immediately got onto TikTok after she did a full face, hair, makeup, the whole nine. Oh, then we got to look good. Oh, she had to look good. She put the gloss on. She was looking good. It's fine. She got on there and then gave her spiel. But she said that she only had to do that because she had been like forced into doing it because otherwise the story was going to get out and she wanted to be able to give her piece of it first because her friend betrayed her. And then I find out on a go again, TikTok of all freaking places, <laughs> Sumner Stroh's agent tried to sell the story to none other than Perez Hilton. Ah, there it is. Yep. Hi, I'm I'm a representative on Sumner Stroh's behalf. She's been having this relationship with an A-list celebrity, Adam Levine, for XYZ long. We were wondering if if you would be interested on the exclusive. Oh gosh. And We're he's trying to elevate her career a little bit. <laughs> 100%. That is exactly what it is. And now it's like, now I don't know what I believe. All I know is that Adam admitted to something. So he's guilty. I would, and I could have, along with the rest of the world, if he would have just said nothing or the, or if he would have lied to us again, he might've gotten away with it. But the fact that he did, I mean, I'll give, I'll give him credit where credit is due. If he is being, I do appreciate honesty, but I, I, what I appreciate more is not putting yourself in stupid situations like this. That's going to hurt your wife and kids <laughs> and your career yeah, and yeah. everything else that you've built. I, I appreciate that more, but yeah, honesty, second go around. We'll take it. It's going to be sad <laughs> now because every time I see a promo for the voice or anything that has Adam Levine, I must be like, Oh dude, <laughs> cringy. <laughs> I was listening to our station. I was like jamming out. And the next song that came on was yeah, Girls Like, like You. Uh, and I'm like, no, 
was like, what? <laughs> no, it's cringy now. This. Uh, I was like, I gotta, I'm calling this radio station and tell them I hate this song and I hate Adam Levine. I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, moving on. So earlier last week, Kanye West did a sit down. It actually aired on last week, Thursday on Good Morning America. He actually sat down and talked about, you know, since the divorce, how the co-parenting is going. Um, and I'll tell you what, the, the first thing I'm going to say about this interview is, why don't we see this Kanye West all the time? He was chill. He had a, you know, he's kind of joking around. He didn't get all, you know, yeah. crazy Kanye. Like, I, I look, I don't know, maybe, maybe they kind of gave him a little something just to kind of keep him calm. But I'll tell you what, the, 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 I didn't watch the, the interview in whole. I just saw some clips of, of, of his interview. But you know what? He was calm. He was collected. His thoughts were all there. And it's like, now why can't we see this Kanye all the time? Now, granted, he, you know, he looked like he had, <laughs> he yeah. just woke up to, he's just got his hat on, his hoodie on. You know, I mean. Yeah, they caught him before the day caught up with him. <laughs> yeah. But still, I mean, he, he, it's like, where's this Kanye all the time? But anyway, so one of the things he talked about, obviously, we talked. he talked about his relationship with his children and kind of opened up on his side, kind of some of the struggles he has with co-parenting and Kim. And one of the things had to do with the education. So he's got, of course, his his Donda school. Yeah. And he wants his kids to go to Donda. And apparently Kim wants their kids to go somewhere else. And so <laughs> one of the... One of the one of the quotes that that he says in there is, you know, that, you know, he he's got a voice, too, that the dads need to have a voice, too, when it comes to the education of their kids. And. You know, always having a say, but one of the things that was actually kind of striking was that he, he, he in his Kanye way apologized to Kim, you know, saying, look, I, I apologize for any of the stress that that I caused, you know, I need I need her, you know, the mother of my children to kind of have a, a sound mind and to be clear headed and not have a bunch of distractions and, and stress surrounding her, whether it's by me or anyone else to to raise our children, which I thought, oh, OK, that's that's definitely the eighth, you know, 180 from the Kanye we've been hearing on social media this whole time. Yeah. So I don't know, what, what were your thoughts on, on Kanye's interview? So I, I have a great relationship with my mom and he also had a great relationship with his. So obviously that's why Donda, like that's why it's everywhere. Everything is named after his mom and he mourns her every day. So I have a lot of sympathy towards Kanye West when it comes to the sentimental things and family because I get it. Um, I also get that he's mentally unwell and needs to be either in treatment or on treatment, whatever he, he, he needs to do, whatever his, his path is to get himself right. I want him to be on that. He's wicked talented. He's wicked talented. I think he is at the end of the day, he just wants to be a good dude, a good artist, a good father, a good husband. But I think he gets in his own way quite a bit. Mm -hmm. He is, I mean, there, there's no arguing with he's he's like a genius. He's a musical genius. He's fantastic at what he does. And I understand him wanting more of his influence in his children's life than like Chris Jenner. So I'm sure there's a little bit of 
of resentment because Kim has her mom and her mom is heavily involved in raising the children and he doesn't have that. And he would probably, you know, give anything for his mom to be able to be here with his kids and, and raise his kids just like Chris is doing. So I think a lot of the anger that he takes out on the Kardashians and, and the Jenners is particularly that it's he's resentful because they have their mom here to walk them through life and to be there with their, with his kids. And he doesn't. And I, and, and because he's not completely stable mentally, I think it just overcomes him a lot because I, I, I understand that. And I think that him naming this school after his mom and, and having this gospel school that aligns with his Christian beliefs and his values. And, and he, I think he is like, his heart is in the right place. He's just so narcissistic and controlling that it comes across as just like he's just a jerk you know what i mean like he just comes across as a negative or toxic individual and don't get me wrong he is but i don't think he's that way by nature like i don't think he means to be i think he's just sick and i think he's resentful because he really wants his mom to know his kids like their other grandma does mm -hmm. So him fighting and saying, I want more of a role in this and him calling out Chris Jenner saying that, you know, that, that, that all of this, um, like that they're poisoning his kids and he doesn't want them to be like the Jenners and the Kardashians. He wants them to be like him. It's, it comes from a place of, of grief, I think still. And he carries that. And I think be, because He's he's been so alone. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's why he's so angry all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. He is a loose cannon and he needs to be. On, I don't want to say like a like a leash, like he he doesn't need to be. I, I want him to be who he is. He just needs. Maybe like a like an accountability system, like like with the Instagram. <laughs> like, right. he's, he's, there's got to be like a buffer system, like, hey, I'm posting this on Instagram. And someone needs to say, uh-uh, that's not okay. Like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna dr draw this about my wife's, my ex-wife's boyfriend. No, no, maybe, maybe don't do that. Maybe don't write those lyrics. You know, maybe adjust it a little bit because this isn't you. And that's the problem. He doesn't have, he, that was his mom. And he doesn't have that anymore. So I think he gets in his own way because of his grief and because of his resentment. And... But I think, but I, but I think he's right. And I, I never thought I'd say that, but I think Kanye's right. He needs to have, he should have, he should have a voice in how his children are brought up. Yeah, and more so than like, he shouldn't just be constantly intimidated and, and bullied by this, this huge conglomerate that is the Kardashian Jenner influence, because unfortunately they have so much money and so much influence at their disposal that they they're going they are going to get what they want at the end of the day before Kanye West. And I thought he made a very good point because he said like all these different people will like turn their back on me or use me or like try to pull the rug out from underneath me and they'll get away with it cuz I'm I'm just I'm I'm a black dude. He's like I'm just, you know, I'm just a black dude trying to do you know trying to do the business thing, trying to do the designer thing, trying to do the music thing. And there are people who are still going to be set in their ways. And just based on that, 
And based on his history, they're not going to support him. Yeah. Well, and like you said, you got the the Kardashian empire over here. Yes. And, you know, the sisters, you got Chris, and then you just have Kanye. There, I mean, basically, it's just Kanye. I mean, yeah, I know he's got his 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 kind of support staff, but not like the Kardashian empire over here. So especially for someone like Kanye, who who family is everything to him. Yeah, that's that's the problem. It's like they not only have, you know, like you said, an empire, like an army behind them of of people that have their backs, but they've got each other. And he yeah, does yeah. not have that. And I, that's where I think a lot of his anger and resentment comes from. I don't think it's at Kim. I don't think it's at Chris. I think it's at the fact that they, he has, like, that she has her mom and that her mom has her back because that's what a mom does. And he, and he doesn't. Yeah. Well, and he's and I, just not able to really grasp it. And I kind of wonder that, you know, I, of course, he, 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 it seems like he's always had his eye on Kim for the yes. longest time. And when those two finally got together, you know, it was like, oh, okay, it's, it's actually going to happen, Kim and Kanye. And I'm sure that, you know, they welcomed into the Kardashian full. But then, of course, we start seeing Kanye kind of slip a little bit. You know, he's running for president. He's, you know, going off. And then he's going out to, uh, was it yeah. Wyoming? And we see pictures of Kim in the car just crying. And, and so I kind of, do, do you think that, when Kanye was kind of going down that road mentally, obviously, I mean, the, the, you're right. He, he, he's got, he's got some mental things he needs to work out. Do you think as he was going down that road, do you think that, and God, this is so bad to say, but you know, we, we've seen it before. Do, do you think that the, the momager and the, the Kardashian clan is like, this isn't looking good for Kim and us. It may be time to start, separating yourself 100%. instead of maybe doing a family thing and be like you know hey kanye you, you need some help man let us help you maybe they did try to do that and kanye's like no but it didn't seem like they were willing to kind of help him it was hey he's gonna help us and then once again he's starting to go down that road and people are paying attention and obviously kim's tied to kanye and it's like you know what mm I think we need to kind of you need to start stepping away. Let let Kanye do his thing. You just go away and 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 try to save face for yourself in the Kardashian name. One hundred percent. I could not agree with you more. I I really do think that that is the case, and and I think that just reinforces his resentment and grief towards his own mom, or not towards his mom, but towards losing his mom because because like I said, like she, like Chris is always going to have Kim. Courtney, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie. There, she's always at the end of the day. She's going to have their back before anybody else. Yeah. Before yeah. anybody else, besides you know maybe the grandkids, but like th those are her babies, and she's going to do everything she can to to support and to protect them. That's why I mean that's how she's kind of risen to fame, being the momager. You know she's yeah. she yeah. is like the the pinnacle of that. Whereas Kanye was alone. And there, there was a perfect opportunity for her to kind of, it, it might've been breaking the brand a little bit, but for her to say like, th this is the father of my grandchildren. Like this is my son-in-law, like this is my family and I'm, we're going to get him help. 
you know, we're going to do it the right way. We're going to, you know, she had an opportunity there. And I think that it, it breezed by her and I don't know if it would have helped if, if they had gone that route, but I think at the end of the day, I don't think it was ever an option for them. I think as soon as he started becoming manic, they panicked and said, get out. Yeah. And then I think when he was so angry and, and distraught over that, and he started to kind of be like, hang on a second, hang on a second. Like, you can't leave me like this. Like, I, I mean, we're, we're supposed to be family and like, you're not going to just take my kids and be and, and take them away from me. And he started to get angry. I think she poured more kerosene on the fire and said, Hey, you know, that, uh, that kid on SNL, he's, he's kind of cute. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Then you've got skeet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then you've got this happening. And then that was born. <laughs> and that made it worse. And yeah. I, I, that, that's why I think I, I don't, like he is not an innocent being in in all of this. Like we we all have a responsibility to take care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. So he he is responsible for his actions, for his words. But at the end of the day, I don't I don't think that some of his reactions were completely unwarranted. I guess is the right, right. way to put it. I well, one last thing about that interview um, before I move on is that that I really liked is. Uh, and I forget who it was that that did the interview with Kanye um, for Good Morning America, but she referenced, if you remember back when he did that one interview with Sway about his uh, his brand, of course, oh, the, yeah. how Sway, how, and got all upset because what Sway was, because he was talking about his brand and no one wants to sell his brand. And so Sway is like, well, why don't you do it yourself? And that's where that, and eventually it was turned into a meme. I'm, you know, how sway, how? Yep. And so they brought that up because obviously he's having this thing between Gap and Adidas. Oh, and yeah. so now he's basically just going to sell it himself. And so the, 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 the woman did the interview with Kanye. It's like, so do you think sway was right? And Kanye laughed and he goes, you know what? Yep. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, that's great. Now see, that's the Kanye we need, we love and know. If we had that Kanye all the time, I think he'd be a he'd be a pretty set dude. I think he's on the right track. I think I think, I think so. that this interview is is the the turning point for Kanye. And what I'm what I'm really hoping is that we see a come up. I hope that he gets like a, a huge in a huge way a redemption story. Mm -hmm. I really hope he does. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I, I like, I like the guy. I mean, I know he's kind of chaotic, but like, that's what makes him Kanye, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and most artists, I'm sorry, but most like really good artists, they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course, you know, you're going to have those interviews where they're always going to try and dig for something and try to get you in an uncomfortable situation. And I, it, once Kanye learns how to just avoid that altogether. Yeah. It'll it'll be a great success for store him or successful story for him. Great success story for him. That's what I've been trying to say, and and yeah, and and honestly, I think that uh, look if you want to if you if he has any still envy toward the Kardashians and Chris, that's how you get back at him. It's like 100%. you know what? I don't need you. I still got my kids. They're always going to be my kids, and I'm going to turn myself around, and it's all it's all going to be good.
yeah at the end of the day like yeah that's that's my family and i'm going to show them that i'm a good yeah i'm going to yeah. be a good father because that's that's my primary role yep exactly all right wrapping up with our wah story uh it's actually it's actually a shyler wah story because over the weekend you attended a wedding and so well I haven't really heard too much about it, but you're like, I, I'm going to tell you about, about my weekend. So I was like, okay. So what happened this weekend? My brother got married. Yay. I have been so overjoyed about this wedding. Cause it's not very often that, cause my parents live in Florida, uh, Wyatt and, uh, their husband, their husband live in Florida now. Um, so I don't get to see them all together very often. And then of course my family here in Illinois, we don't always get to get together all at the same time very often. So it was it was very, very exciting. So Wyatt and Casey are like the most imperfect, perfect match. And I mentioned this um in my in my speech at the reception. Like Wyatt is six foot five. Wow. Uh, big dude. He's a big dude. Uh looks just like me. Like we're spitting images of one another. We got a lot of crap growing up because we did look exactly alike. And it was like, thank God when he reached puberty and like had facial hair. Cause then it was like, oh, okay. Now there's like at least a distinct difference. <laughs> so, but then, you know, you've got Casey and Casey's a smaller stocky guy, uh, five, two. So not quite the difference between them, but oh my goodness. Like Wyatt is that chaotic Tasmanian devil energy all the time and Casey <laughs> is much more methodic thought out smart and and organized so they make a perfect pair honestly it's a it's very much like Brandon and I my husband um uh, because I'm very much that way and then he's more chill and keeps me tethered I guess <laughs> but so their wedding was in a beautiful state park in Florida Corishan State Park go and check out like pictures it's it's stunning um, and when you walk in, there's this beautiful clearing and they have all these chairs set up. They had bubbles and um, like fans, you know what I mean? Like the little like hand fans. Oh, yeah. It's it very cute. Very on brand for Wyatt. Um, they walk down the aisle to um, an instrumental, like an orchest orchestral version of Sweet Child of Mine. And nice. the only exception, uh, is that Paramore? Sweet Child of hey, Mine? No, uh, the only exception. Oh, oh, uh, Haley Williams. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so they, it was a little too for there. Um, I got to walk Wyatt. I got to give them away. Awesome. <laughs> and Casey's sister, Christine, gave the, him away. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, they, they both have, you know, I'm very lucky to have a great relationship with Wyatt and Casey has a very similar relationship with his sister. So it just kind of made sense for them. And I cried like a baby when they asked me, <laughs> I was like, yes, of course I will. I love that so much. I was so excited. So I got to give them away. Um, and, and it was a beautiful ceremony, even though it was like 90 some degrees at 11 AM in Florida, <laughs> um, they had a sign and I'm getting the picture up right now so I can read it to you so I get it right. They had a sign that said like <laughs> like the 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 like the uh like table of contents, the schedule for the day, but it was titled The Gay Agenda. <laughs> the gay agenda. <laughs> so eleven AM get married, twelve PM brunch, five PM nap time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, see, that that sounds like the best wedding ever because, you know, sometimes there's, you know, now was this for this was for everybody, right? Well, anybody that wanted to, that's what they were doing. Oh, okay. They were going to do. So, like, but, yeah, we like, went in there. Go ahead. Do, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we went in there. They got married. Um, we packed stuff up and we headed to um, this Key West themed bar in Cape Coral, Florida called Duval Street. Um, it's on Duval Street and it is super, super cool. In fact, I'm going to send you some of those pictures because it's a really cool venue. Um, they've got like a giant captain's wheel in the dining room that's on like the the ceiling. It's super cool. Oh, it's not like a chandelier, but it's almost like a light fixture, but it's huge. It's huge. It takes over the whole place. Um, they had bottomless Bloody Marys, bottomless mimosas. Whoa. Oh, yes. It was, yeah, it was awesome. So there was like a, like a floating microphone. So if you wanted to sing a song, take that microphone and sing the song. They had a Spotify playlist that they invited every, they sent everyone a link to. So you can open up their Spotify playlist at the reception and play a song or like add a song into their, their playlist. So it was completely built by the guests so the guests got to hear the music that they wanted to listen to they could sing along if they wanted to they only paused the music twice so my mom could give a speech and so i could give a speech casey's family um was a little more shy <laughs> his sister came up and was like how are you going to give a speech i would be I, I can't talk in front of people and i was like well i do i do this for a living <laughs> so i was like i do have that to my advantage is eh, i'm used to this and while while um Wyatt and Casey and a few of our family members tapped out, took their naps because we were going to meet back up later because the the best people, so they didn't have like a maid of honor or best man or whatever. It was just their besties. They came, um, they had bubble guns instead of rose petals. Oh, okay. It was super cute. But <laughs> their best people had a uh, drag show that night. So they oh. were like, we're going to go home, take a nap so we can go to the drag show that night. So Brandon and I, that's what the nap was for. Exactly. Brandon and I, and a few members of my family, we rallied through the day, um, went and checked out a couple of local restaurants, local bars. There was a, um, a wine and craft beer bar that we checked out for a little while. That was all like super local products it was really awesome to check that out. I had key lime wine. Ooh. I love sour stuff. It was perfect. It was so good. Um, if I, I didn't have like a suitcase cause it was a short trip, but I'm going, I was like, make sure that my dad buys me a couple bottles of those when I come down for Christmas. Cause I'm going to want that again. <laughs> Putting that in my checked luggage. Yes. And then we went to the drag show at cruisers. It's called cruisers. It is a gay bar that consistently does either. They have a huge stage. So it's either karaoke night or drag night. And, there's always something going on there. In fact, every time I go to visit, that's usually where Wyatt and I go um, and, you know, see his friends and, and hang out for a little while. But the best men actually and the officiant of of the wedding <laughs> performed in this drag show that night. And it was just an amazing, incredible, stupidly good time. It was so cool, a beautiful wedding, and it was the perfect way to to welcome in a, a new member of our family. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I wish that my pictures of like the drag show itself were better, but the lighting wasn't great because I did try to take some pictures. And of course, Raul, um, her stage name is Denada. 
Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she she brought Wyatt and Casey on stage and sang that sang to them and gave him a big old congratulations during her show. It was it was really cool. It was really cool. That's awesome. Very much what? <laughs> not well, your typical, not your typical I do's, but yes, it was, the, it was great. The, the thing that we're kind of seeing more and more of is, you know, people having weddings that fit them. Because I think before, you know, it was the, there were certain expectations from your family that, well, this needs to happen or this needs to be this way because it's always been done this way. And, you know, it may not necessarily fit the couple, but they're doing it for the family. But you're seeing, which I'm so glad that, you know, you're, obviously certain things that, that fit the couple is what they're doing. You know, if if yes. there are certain things that have always been done in the family and that's important to them, then cool, do it. But if there's always been a certain thing in the family that, well, we don't really like doing it, they just don't do it. And guess yep. what? Everybody's happy. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I didn't want to do a garter toss. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, I didn't really like the idea of the garter anyway. Like my grandpa is, let's see, five years ago, my grandpa was 87 at my wedding. And I was just like, that's kind of weird. I don't, <laughs> like I, don't, my, I don't want my I, husband crawling up my leg in yeah. front of everybody. It's kind of, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird, but I, I did um, have a deal with him. I was like, the only thing I asked for for Brandon um, on our wedding day, I was like, you don't have to worry about anything. I literally planned everything for you. Um, but I made him wear my garter. So I took off the garter and slingshotted it at him. And then this is the only thing I asked of him. It's him to wear it on his arm for like the rest of the night. Cause it was a Cubs Chicago Cubs garter. And he is a uh, St. Louis Cardinal fan. So I was going to get <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get my way <laughs> one way or another. I'm going to do it. So that's funny. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it was super, super cool. Um, and the next day we had, um, a few, you know, the, the close members of our family and 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 friends over to my parents' house, and they've got a pool in their backyard, and it was so cool because like as soon as Wyatt and Casey made it over, as soon as they walked in the door, a double rainbow. No was way! In our, I swear, I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, I swear to God, right over like the pool, right over the lanai, there was a double rainbow. In fact, I sent it as a Snapchat. <laughs> And I was like, this is so gay. <laughs> they loved it. They thought it was so funny. I'm like, that is, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. That's cool. I know. Yeah. For my, for my wife and I, we knew, cause we, we had both been married before and it's like, you know what? We just want something simple, relaxed, low key, low stress. And you know what? It, it actually was, I mean, leading up to it, there was some stress, but there you know, is. there always is. But at the end of the day, Everyone's like, that was a really chill and awesome wedding. And we're like, well, thank you. That's that's what we had hoped for. So we're that was we, yeah. That we accomplished our goal. So we were excited. And that's the best, man. Like, I mean, and and there were, you know, you know, wedding chaos as there always is. Right. And it was so cool because I was freaking out. I was more of a bridezilla than the lack of brides that we had. <laughs> like I was the bridezilla because <laughs> we didn't have brides. And I was like, we got to do this and we got to do that. And Wyatt and Casey were just, we're getting married today, man. Like, we don't care. Like, we're just yeah. happy. It, yeah, the we, thing is happening. What what happens, happens. And what doesn't, doesn't. Yep. It is what it is. That's right. 
Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. You can listen to all of our episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, too, because we drop new episodes every Tuesday, recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week. For Shiler, I'm Joe for B1029, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>